0: Welcome to God First with Brian C. Thomas, a program committed to encouraging you to put God first while viewing life through the window of the Bible. Now, in honor of the one and only true God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, let's join Brian C. Thomas for today's message.
1: Well, good afternoon to everyone. We are so honored and delighted to join you once again this week on the God First Program. My name is Brian Thomas, and I am joined by my ministry partner, co-host, and beautiful wife.
0: Hello, this is Danita.
1: And we are just, again, excited and, and honored to come to you once again this week. We want to take a moment also to thank the Truth Network family, as we are so grateful for the opportunity each week to come to the Truth Network audience as we are lovers of the truth. And there are so many people today in society in which truth is just thrown out the window, just dismissed. People go on feelings and emotions, but we are lovers of the truth. And we are so grateful for the partnership with the Truth Network. And, you know, as we are looking this week at our study, it's a very fitting message as we are in Thanksgiving week. Yes. And this is a week in which people talk about the things that they are thankful for. And there are so many things that we are thankful for, so many things that I am thankful for. But what I am thankful for the most is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, yes. because he is worthy of all the glory. He's worthy of all the honor. He is worthy of all the praise, because without him, we will be nothing. Without his sacrifice, we will be headed to eternal damnation. And so I think it's very fitting today that we are looking at Revelation chapter five, verses eight through 14 in a message worthy is the lamb part two. So Danita, I know again, we are uh, coming on the heels of Thanksgiving and there are so many things that uh, again, people are thankful for. And so we are going to look today at our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ and how he is so worthy. So let's look at revelation chapter five, verse eight.
0: And the word reads now, when he had taken the scroll The four living creatures and the twenty four elders fell down before the lamb, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints.
1: So we notice in this verse that the creatures and the twenty four elders, we've looked at them in previous chapters. They fall down before Christ as soon as he takes the scroll. And we see here this reference to harps. There's music in heaven. Yes. There are people that seem to have a resistance sometimes to music and to worship and to praise, but there is music in heaven. We see the harps and then we see the reference to the prayers of the saints. There are people today that uh, are going through life and they say that prayers are, un- are unanswered. Do, do you feel like you ever have times that you have unanswered prayers?
0: I think, um, yes, you, you think of them as being unanswered, but I do trust God and I feel that he has heard my prayer And that there's a reason why there is no answer, but it's also a time for self-evaluation to check to see, is there a reason that I'm not hearing? Mm -hmm. It could be about yourself and not what God is doing or not doing. Mm -hmm. So it could be where he's saying no to something or delaying for his own reasons, which are going to be perfect anyway. Or it may be something that you need to do um, as far as evaluating yourself to see is something hindering Mm -hmm. that answer.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, and I've thought about times in my life, it seems as though I was not getting an answer from God and and I'm praying and praying and nothing seems to be happening. But, you know, we see the words come, Lord Jesus. That is a prayer that will be answered at his second coming. Mm -hmm. There are many people that for centuries have prayed that prayer and it has not yet been answered, but it will And then we also state your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We all state that in the Lord's prayer that will be answered during the millennial kingdom of our Lord. So it's so important for us. We we get impatient. We have things on our timeline, but God's timeline is not the same as ours. And so when we're thinking God is not answering our prayers, no, it's just simply he's going to answer it in his time when he's ready. And it's so important, though, that we make sure that we don't take no As not an answer. Because sometimes God will say no, but people say, oh, he's not answering my prayer. No, he is answering it, but he's telling you no, because he knows what's best.
0: Right. And I think it's important to know, like I said, we have to self-evaluate as well. And when it says the prayers of the saints, you know, those are the prayers of Christians. So you have to make sure that you are truly within that Christian status because Christians are saints in that they are set apart to God and made increasingly holy by the Holy Spirit. And if your life is not reflecting that, that may be a reason why um, prayers are, or seem to be delayed or not answered. But um, also, the whole thing about the golden bowls full of incense, it reminds me of Psalm 141, verse 2, the Psalm of David, where he says, Let my prayer be set before you as incense the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. So he is humbling himself before God and saying, my prayers are going up to you as incense. And so this is almost like a glimpse into what um, John is seeing in heaven. Mm
1: -hmm. All right. So then we come to verse nine.
0: And in verse nine, it reads, and they sang a new song saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals for you were slain and you have and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation.
1: All right. And let's go on to verse 10
0: and have made us kings and priests to our God and we shall reign on the earth.
1: So these elders, they are singing about the only worthy one to redeem mankind from sin. And Christ is worthy. He's the only one that's worthy for three reasons. For one, he says here in the scriptures, for you were slain. And then it says, redeemed us to God by your blood. There is a redeemed one in every nation. And that is why today we hear so much about racism and there's just so much about ethnicity and ethnic groups, but every single nation is going to have a representative in the kingdom of God. And then thirdly, he made us Kings and priests. So as we look at us in verse 10, it is further proof that the 24 elders are redeemed men and the redeemed will reign with Christ during his millennial kingdom.
0: Yes. And I just love how worship is just such, is so prominent and it's so important. And when it says, Um, that they sang a new song a lot of times in the old testament a new song would come up when they were celebrating some kind of a new act of divine blessing or deliverance and um, even when mary found you know when she went to see her cousin elizabeth when she was pregnant with jesus she broke out in song Mm -hmm. and she worshiped and praised god with that song And so it's something that represents a divine blessing or some type of a deliverance. And so this new song that they are singing has a very good purpose.
1: Okay. All right. Verse uh, 11.
0: In verse 11, the Bible says, Then I took them, sorry, then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures and the elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. And in verse 12 it says, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing.
1: Yeah, that verse 12 should sound very familiar to Christians because that is a song. You think I should sing a little bit?
0: No, <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: Yeah, if I if I were to try to sing, I think the Truth Network would probably pull the plug on the show <laughs> because it, it would not sound good. But we see the text worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. But as we look at verse 11, there is an enormous number of Christians that will be present. This this amount is innumerable. You know, it's just countless. And we find further evidence of that in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22 But you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels. So the number of angels present will likely outnumber the number of humans. I think that's very interesting. And so we see here an angelic description of Christ. They say he is worthy to receive seven things. We talked last week about the number seven. How often you see the number seven coming up? throughout the Bible, but especially in Revelation, they say he is worthy to receive power, riches, wisdom, strength, honor, glory, and blessings and praise.
0: Yes. And this must be a sight to behold to see all of those people and angels worshiping the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it makes you just want to be there and participate. And it just shows you how heaven is going to be full of of singing is going to be full of rejoicing and loud praises to Jesus Christ. And because it says, you know, they say with a loud saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb. So it's going to be some noise going on, but it's going to be a holy noise of rejoicing just to show how worthy he is and to proclaim how worthy he is. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Heaven, the Bible makes it clear is a loud place. There is again, like you said, there is praising going on. There is worship taking place. And there are some people, you know, we have different personalities. And so I don't want to try to sound like I'm coming down on people who may have a more reserved personality, but When we get into the presence of our Lord, that's not going to matter. We see here the 24 elders, they fall down and worship. Yes. I don't care how introverted you are, how shy you are. When you stand before King Jesus, I guarantee you, you're going to be in awe. You're going to fall before him and you're going to worship and you're going to praise. So we might as well just get used to it while we're here on earth, right? (laughs) Go ahead and start practicing. And it's not to say that we don't have enough to thank him for today because we do. When we think about Jesus died for our sins, if he never did anything else for us, he stood in our place and he died a death that we should have died. Yes, because we are all sinners and the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. And he came, he died on the cross. And what he did was he took on our sin And when I when I think about it, you know, the human mind, I just can't wrap my mind around the fact that I with all the sins that I've had in my life to think that he took on all of my sins. But not just mine. He took on yours. He took on every person that has ever lived. We're talking about billions of people. He took all of those sins upon himself. And in exchange, what we call the great exchange, he then gave us his righteousness which is nothing but perfection because he never sinned. He never did anything wrong. But that only comes by accepting him as Lord and Savior. And that is why we always encourage people, accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. It is a gift. He's already paid the price. All you have to do is accept it and say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I confess my sins. I profess you as Lord and Savior. And then you too can have eternal life. So we have so much to be thankful to our Lord for, not just once we get into the eternal kingdom, but even as of today.
0: Yes, and it even tells us in Psalm 148 is saying, Praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. Let every created thing give praise to the Lord, for he issued his command, and we came into being. And so we are commanded to praise him in your way. It may not be as loud as, I know Brian and I are totally different (laughs) when it comes to that. Uh, So it's in your way, and you should even ask, you can even ask the Holy Spirit, to show you how to praise the Lord, to move within. You can ask the Holy spirit to move within you, to give you, to um, convict your heart and to show you, you know, the feeling of praising him because Mm -hmm. he is worthy and he deserves that praise. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And again, it's not about necessarily being very animated and loud again, you know, simply because of the number of people in heaven is going to be loud, but you can just lift your hands. You can, um, Some people shed tears, yes. some type of expression, though, to give God honor, to give him praise for for what he has done. And I have been in churches and, and leading services. And there are people that sometimes they seem to to want to be on a, a strict schedule. They want to make sure that service goes at a certain time. And, you know, some people get a little uptight or get upset if praise goes on so-called too long. Right. But you don't put time limits on the Holy Spirit. And I say to myself, we can get up and go to a job every day, spend nine to 10 hours when you factor in your commute time and lunch. And we do that. Right. Right. 40 plus hours a week. But then when it comes to Sunday morning, we want to put an hour to an hour and a half time limit on our Lord Jesus Christ, the one who gave us eternal life. But no, we are to worship him and we are to give him adoration and praise.
0: Yes. And I think of worship as sacrifice worship is humbling yourself before him so it may not be as comfortable or it may be where it may take a little bit more time as you were just saying but that's our way of honoring him because we were made for his purpose Mm -hmm. it's not about us and so you set yourself aside you die to self and you become selfless and say lord i am completely dependent upon you i acknowledge that you are worthy so even though I may not be the type that, you know, raise my hand, typic- my hands typically or, or whatever. But I am willing to sacrifice that and say, I'm going to do this for you because you are worthy. Amen. And so it's a part of honoring him and sacrificing and humbling yourself before him.
1: Amen. Amen. Well, if you are just now joining us, we are talking about worthy is the lamb jesus christ and we have so much to be thankful for on this thanksgiving week and we are thankful for our lord and savior jesus christ and the sacrifice that he has made we're going to take a short break but don't go away we are tuned in to the god first program You are listening to Brian C. Thomas on God First. For more of Brian's teachings, please visit godfirst.org to browse our extensive library of material. There you will find devotionals, blogs, articles, and audio messages available as MP3 downloads on various topics such as salvation, Bible prophecy, marriage, and the significance of blessing Israel, just to name a few. You can also sign up for our monthly newsletter and visit our web store. So please visit us at godfirst.org now. Let's return to the conclusion of today's
0: message.
1: Welcome back to God First. We are this week looking at part two of Worthy is the Lamb. And we just have so much again to be honored for, to, to honor our Lord Jesus Christ, to be thankful for. And that is why we give him worship. That is why we give him praise. If you want to visit our website, you can go to us at godfirst.org. That's G-O-D, the number one, S-T dot O-R-G. You can also write us at God First Bible Fellowship, P.O. Box 266, Nightdale, North Carolina, 27545. All right, Danita. So we have been talking about the fact that our Lord is worthy of all the glory. He's worthy of all the honor. He is truly worthy of all the praise. So let's look at verse 13.
0: And every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them. I heard saying, blessing and honor and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever.
1: Mm-hmm. And then it goes on to say in verse 14, then the four living creatures said, Amen. And the 24 elders fell down and worship him who lives forever and ever. You know, when we look at these verses, we're seeing the lyrics to songs. And there are some people that may not realize when they're singing that they're actually quoting scripture from the book of revelation because revelation we know is a very neglected book. Matter of fact, it is the most neglected book in all the Bible because people say it would drive you crazy. You can't understand it. It's too difficult, but we see this great worship, this great adoration of our Lord. And as we look at these verses, we see that John, he's been carried beyond the tribulation. Remember the apostle John is writing these words as he was taken in the spirit to this future time period that is still yet to come. So he goes beyond the tribulation. He goes beyond the glorious appearing. He goes to the end of the millennium. So this will be the time of the great white throne judgment that he's talking about. And he says that every creature which is in heaven, on the earth and under the earth and as in the sea, that's that's everybody everywhere. Mm -hmm. They are going to give glory and praise to our Lord Jesus Christ. So we tell people today. Do it willingly now because the day is going to come. Even if you're unsaved, you're going to worship King Jesus for what he's done.
0: Yes. Every knee shall bow to the Lord because it doesn't say that many or some worship. Mm -hmm. It says all created beings worship the lamb. And I referenced Psalm 148 earlier, and it goes on to say in that Psalm, praise the Lord, praise the Lord from the heavens, praise him from the skies, praise him, all his angels, Praise him, all the armies of heaven. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all you twinkling stars. Praise him, skies above. Praise him, vapors high above the clouds. Let every created thing give praise to the Lord. For he issued his command, and they came into being. So we're supposed to praise him while we're here on this earth. But some people choose not to Mm -hmm. because they don't know him. But this... This verse that we're talking about here in Revelation, these two verses, they, it, do, it doesn't sound like something that's an option. And it's because it's saying all created beings worship the Lamb. So, as Brian was saying, do it now while you can. While you can. But um, it's not going to be an option later anyway.
1: Yeah. And, and the thing that jumps out at me that you could sort of overlook when you look at these scriptures, it doesn't say every human being, but right. it says every creature you think about the number of creatures in the world. I mean, you're talking about down to the tiniest insect, the tiniest Mm -hmm. gnat.
0: Yeah.
1: It says every creature is going to worship Jesus Christ. Now, if you want to talk about just human beings from the beginning of time, it's estimated that, uh, you know, it's billions of people. We know right now the population of Earth, earth is over 7 billion. That's just this right now alive. So if you go back into, to from the beginning, billions of people. Now, I played basketball in high school. We played in this this little tight gym and didn't hold a lot of people, you know, maybe up to, I, I think it may be a thousand. I don't know. It may not have gotten a thousand in I there. I doubt
0: it was it, a thousand.
1: It, 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 well, several, several hundred. But that little gym, when it would get so loud in there. And when when the game was going, I mean, it would just get so loud and it would get hot and the, the floor with the condensation would start and people we would start sliding all over the place. We even had some games that they had to uh, call off and postpone because of the condensation. But I said all that to say this. I think about how loud it would get in that gym to where to talk to the person next to you. You had to yell into their ear. Mm-hmm. Imagine just a few hundred people making that much noise. What is going to be like? In this time, when every human that has ever lived, every creature, all the animals, I mean, you you go into the zoo and you've heard a lion, a single lion roar, how loud that is. So you think about all the lions, all the animals, all the creatures, all the human beings are all going to worship Jesus at one single time on earth. I mean, that's that's just going to be an amazing event.
0: Yes. And then to think about our wonderful Elohim, the mighty creator, even. Just all of his creation, because it's, it's going to be, I mean, everything created is going to be worshiping him. Mm-hmm. I know people don't really think about, you know, the skies and the heavens and the moon and stars and, and all of those things, but they praise him. Mm-hmm. Even in Psalm 19, it talks about the um, skies proclaim the work of your hands, you know, mm-hmm. the heavens declare the glory of God, all of what he has created, it will praise him. But then you have all of the the angels and elders and and the thousands upon thousands upon thousands that are praising. And and this it is going to be a wonderful, wonderful thing to behold.
1: Yes, it really is. And as we said last week, the reason that he is worthy is because Jesus Christ was the only one that was found worthy to receive the title deed to the earth. He is redeeming all of God's great creation. Yes. And there are people that will say, and, and I believe this when I was younger, because I, this is what I always heard that when we as Christians, we die, we go to heaven. That's where we live forever. But the truth of the matter is if we went to heaven to live and this earth was destroyed as so many people say and believe, then that would in a sense would say Satan got some victory, right? Because he was able to, to get rid of God's creation, but no, Jesus, because of him, his sacrifice, He's not only redeemed us as human beings, Mm -hmm. but he's also redeemed the earth. We're going to live right here on this earth for eternity. Heaven is going to come down to earth. God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy Spirit is going to dwell on this earth with us. Mm -hmm. And it's just going to be a wonderful, glorious time. Philippians chapter two, verses nine through 11 tells us, therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on the earth and of those under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, the father. So, again, we see here every single person, no matter where they are, they are going to give worship and praise to King Jesus.
0: Yes. And and reflecting back to Revelation five, verse 10, where it says and have made us kings and priests to our God and we shall reign on the earth. We will, like you said, heaven is going to come down to the earth, and we're going to be able to rule and reign on earth. And I do I agree with you that some people do think that, you know, you go to heaven, you stay in heaven, you're going to be up there in heaven. But no, um, God is going to take control, and he is in control, but he, Jesus is going to rule and reign on earth, and we are going to be able to reign with him and rule with him which is something to celebrate. And so all of this worship in heaven, you're celebrating Jesus because of who he is, how he stands there, although he's been slain. He is victorious, and he has all power and all glory, and he is, he's uh, worthy of all of that. But also he has redeemed us. His blood purchased our freedom. He gave of his body, his physical body, in death. To um, help us to be able to stand holy before God, and so we are we are celebrating even on this earth now, and we should be through our worship and how we live our life because our life is our worship as well, and our um, how we choose to live it, and so He deserves all of the worship and the praise, and so this is something to celebrate how we will rule with Him eternally, mm-hmm. and so we have to stand firm until the end.
1: Mm-hmm. People, we have to remember that the resurrection is coming. Jesus Christ already conquered sin. He conquered death. He rose from the dead. That was the resurrection of the first fruits. Now, the rest of us, those of us who are believers in him, we will be resurrected again one day in first Thessalonians chapter four. It says that for those who have died and gone gone on to heaven, their soul and spirit has gone to heaven. But the day is coming in which their physical body is going to be resurrected and be reunited with their soul and spirit. And that reunited body, soul and spirit glorified body is going to dwell on this earth forever. But those who have rejected Jesus Christ as savior, they will also be resurrected at the great white throne judgment. But they are going to be cast into the lake of fire. But before they are cast into the lake of fire, they are going to give worship to King Jesus. Every single person who has ever lived is going to give him honor. They're going to give him glory. They're going to give him praise for the great God that he is. And that is why we just thank him. We just praise him for all that he's done for us. Again, he has blessed us in so many ways throughout our lives, but if he never did anything other than the sacrifice on the cross, that alone is, is reason enough for us to continually praise him for all of eternity. And I just so much look forward to the day in which I will see him face to face And I can just put my arms around him and I can take the crowns and place them at his feet and say, thank you, Lord Jesus, for dying for my sins, for giving me eternal life. Because without him, I would be lost. Well, folks, that is going to do it for this week. We want to thank you for coming to join us. Please come back and join us again next week as we encourage you to put God first while viewing life through the window of the Bible. Until then, remember to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Bless God's great nation of Israel. And to the only wise God be glory through Jesus Christ forever. Amen.
0: Amen. You've been listening to the Bible teacher, Brian C. Thomas, founder and president of God First. Brian and God First reserve all copyright protection under applicable law. Our copyright policy is available at our website, godfirst.org. Until next time, remember to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, bless God's great nation of Israel, and seek first the kingdom of God.